Jason Modulin, Texas Alliance of Energy Producers. Thank you very much for joining the program today. Of course, you represent a couple thousand uh, Texas oil and gas uh, energy companies because you're more than just oil and gas, aren't you? Uh, we are uh, oil and gas, also service associations, uh, service companies, uh, attorneys, bankers. Uh, we've got a little bit of everybody, but the bulk of our membership, uh, 2,600 members, is um, oil and gas operators, independent producers here in the state of Texas. I think when we first spoke a couple years ago, year and a half ago, you only had 2,400 members, so you guys are growing, huh? We are growing. You know, we're seeing employment rise uh, here in Texas, uh, particularly in the oil and gas field. And and that's a that's a good sign. It's a good sign that we're coming out of covid uh, and things are starting to pick back up, uh, particularly for for all of the ancillary businesses around the oil field, uh, seeing the caterers getting back to work, seeing uh, uh, realtors staying very busy, uh, finding homes and, and the schools picking back up. So uh, positive signs here in Texas. Positive signs for the economy, too, as well. Yesterday, we had Lauren Scott on. He's an economist and energy expert out of Louisiana. He does the economic forecast for the state of Louisiana in the last four decades. And we were talking about lumber pricing and stainless steel and just all the different kind of, you know, ins and outs that are going on with the economy right now. And, you know, small business owners, of course, have to keep their eye on that, as well as people, consumers, and, and just regular folk living in their homes. Uh, it's a good sign to see that, you know, you guys are growing because, you know, you do represent small businesses. Not, not only do you represent the big businesses, but I would imagine the bulk of your membership has got to be small business. Oh, you're absolutely right. And, and they suffered tremendously uh, during this pandemic and the price war from last year. But... Um, uh, we're seeing positive signs, and also people are anxious and ready to get back to in-person meetings, uh, come together, whereas before uh, it might have been a Zoom call or, or, or long distance. Now uh, there's a lot more invitations and open doors. So let's talk about what you're doing with the Texas Energy Alliance uh, and with the state legislature. I, I see that you're quite active in terms of representing and going to bat for the small business owners. I assume you're going to bat for the small business owners. Uh, talk to me about, you know, what your organization is doing right now with, with the state and some of the regulations and the policy making. Absolutely. The Texas Alliance of Energy Producers has been very active this session at the Texas legislature, uh, both stopping uh, bad proposals and, and policies that would raise taxes and fees, put new uh, burdensome regulations on top of small businesses and, and, and smaller operators. Uh, but then we're also taking a, a proactive and uh, uh, aggressive stance in how we address uh, the storm response that we had here in Texas, uh, uh, winter storm URI in February, uh, really created challenges across the state and how we reform our electricity market and make sure we have uh, the capacity uh, to produce electricity during uh, winter storms and summer uh, heat spells, but also uh, making sure that those uh, renewables that we have uh, in the fleet um, are, are pulling their fair share, uh, making sure that they're uh, going to be dispatching electricity when we need it. Uh, we also just yesterday uh, uh, had a bill pass off the Texas House 
that really pushes back against some of these banks that have adopted uh, energy discriminatory policies that actively harm oil and gas projects, whether they're pipelines, refineries, uh, or, or other projects in, in the fossil fuel industry uh, to say, look, um, uh, that's fine if that's your prerogative, but we're not going to reward you with state investments or state contracts uh, if you're going to go down that path. And so we were very pleased to see the legislature uh, in a bipartisan fashion take action, and hopefully they'll get that bill to Governor Abbott's desk very soon, and he will sign it. How about when it comes to some of the emission management and innovation, ESG, anything come up with with that in terms of whether it be pipelines or whether it be uh, banking, whether it be the whole environmental side of things? A lot of people are trying to get their arms around what exactly they should focus on. Yeah, it's a difficult challenge because I think so much of uh, of what everyone is wrestling with is, is how to define it. Um, huh, you're I, not I, kidding. I like, I like to fall back on, um, it, it is an opportunity for us to tell our story. Damn right. So w- we are already, uh, good stewards of the environment. We focus on conservation, um, and we focus on preserving that resource so that we can produce it both for our, ourselves, our companies, our children, uh, but also for the states and, and, and the federal governments that were, that were contracted with to produce the resource. Uh, we also have been uh, very aggressive about uh, hiring policies, making sure that we have uh, diverse and equitable workforce. Those are the things that we need to talk about. We also have very strict governance policies, whether you're a publicly traded company or a private company. Uh, we've adopted very uh, uh, strong controls uh, across the board. And then you see some companies go even further, saying that they're going to tie uh, their their compensation uh, to certain metrics uh, a, a, as part of that. These are all good things that the oil and gas industry is doing and leading on. And yet uh, we continue to see uh, some anti-oil and gas activists trying to define where the goalposts are. And constantly trying to move those uh, and really all they're doing is creating litmus tests to say we don't want domestic oil and gas production and uh, one we, we, we completely object to that uh, you do too uh, in North Dakota we, we both have vibrant oil and gas economies um, but but they completely ignore the demand side um, that oil and gas is going to come from somewhere and uh, what they are proposing is to import it from Venezuela and Saudi Arabia and Russia. That, that, that's what their proposal is. And we just need to call it out. We need to say that's what they're trying to do. When we see at the federal government, they're trying to raise taxes on domestic producers. All they're trying to do is import more foreign oil. That's all they're trying to do. And so we just need to be more proactive about that is what your policy is. It's not to raise taxes. It is to import more foreign oil. How do people take that next step? I mean, you and I are having this conversation, you know, a lot of people think just posting things on social media is that next step, which I disagree. I think you got to get out and either contact your, your legislator, contact your, you know, you, I mean, I've, you know, I've been holding uh, uh, people like you, his feet to the fire too, because you guys represent 
a lot of companies that pay money to go have, you know, you act on their behalf. That's why we love having you on because you're out there fighting the good fight and demonstrating, we call it transformative action. Um, you know, so, so many people are, are hiding right now behind COVID and everything. You're out there doing it. So how can people go to that next step? You know, you mentioned people are waiting to get back to work. How can people get back to work? You know, let's, let's talk about taking that next step. Absolutely. I mean, um, uh, being active in your community, being active in an association, regardless of what it is, you know, we constantly see uh, Pew Research puts out these these polls every year of the declining numbers in participation in just civic organizations. Um, uh, That's that's so important. That's basically what we are built on. We're a 90 year organization uh, founded out of Abilene and Wichita Falls. Uh, to support the local community, and, and and they prioritize the oil and gas operators in that community, and have advocated uh, for them for the for we, we have advocated for them for the last ninety years, and that's um, really uh, as your as your listeners, as some of the folks that are streaming you online, do they know uh, who their city councilman is? Do they know who their mayor is? Uh, unfortunately, we see. Um, as as we have been successful in stopping bad policies at the state level and at the federal level, uh, we've seen cities uh, get very aggressive about climate change policies that are anti-oil and gas. So we've got to communicate at all levels, uh, local, state, and federal. Um, and then it and then it's a con it's a conversation. It, it is uh, what do you want? Uh, this is the good things that we are doing in the community, in the state, and, and in the nation. And do you want to turn your back on that? And, and we hope that you don't. Um, but we also acknowledge that you might want to set high standards for us, uh, whether that's uh, lower emissions or um, uh, cleaner fuels. Uh, and, and we we are prepared to meet those. Let's have a, uh, a robust conversation about is it uh, technically feasible uh, to do some of the things you're asking. Um, uh, it's not technically feasible to put solar panels and wind turbines across the entire nation. It's not technically feasible to do that. So let's have a robust conversation of what's actually doable. Um, but but we can go meet those challenges. Um but, but it's a conversation, and, and so much of COVID has been to break that conversation, to limit those activities of getting together in a room and talking back and forth. Um, and so, yeah, we, we, we've got to overcome it. It's what we're doing every day. Uh, as this airs, uh, we probably have about 27, 26 days left in the Texas legislative session. But as soon as that is over, uh, we shift our attention uh, to federal and catch some of our congressmen that are back in town from uh, uh, Memorial Day breaks and, and and that focus. And then what are they picking up on the Hill later this year as it relates to uh, emissions policies, tax policies, and some of the infrastructure proposals that are coming out of the Biden administration? How can people support you and your cause? 
texasalliance.org is our website. Uh, we also are very active on social media. We would very much encourage your listeners uh, to search us out there. A like and a retweet uh, truly goes a long way. It, it, it exposes that message to more folks, certainly to your uh, networks, but then uh, it also builds uh, and shows folks, really, you need to be following these types of thought leaders. We try to put a lot in uh, both legislative items, federal items, but then also uh, energy uh, and oil and gas. And, and, and that is tremendously helpful. Uh, if you're an operator, if you work in the oil and gas industry, we'd love to have you as a member as well, texasalliance.org. Uh, and, and you can check out what we're up to and uh, how you can become a member.